reflections from a range of authors, journalists, civic leaders, historians and generally interesting people, exploring the importance of the written word, the value of a library and their own inspirations and motivations. Based at RSE Connolly, the James Connolly Visitor Centre, Belfast. You're very welcome back to this week's episode of Glor at Lorlan Econolia. We have another Feel the Special episode this week where we speak to Kevin Gamble, the director of Feel and Fubble. The longest serving director of Feel, uh, Kevin has been in his role for the past 11 years um, and probably the past two years been the most unusual um, planning a festival, uh, first of all entirely virtually and then this year as the, the first hybrid Feel and Fubble festival. Anyone who's ever been to any field event will know, of course, the buzz that there is about the whole of the west of the city this week. Um, it's like nothing else. There are debates and discussions going on. There's concerts in the park. There are comedy nights in the Devonish. The trad trail is making its way up and down the Falls Road. There's something for everyone. Um, and for anyone looking more information, you can, of course, find that on the FIELA website. But for now, uh, I will hand over to Kevin, who will talk us through the planning of uh, FIELA during COVID, um, his own personal memories um, and what the future holds for Fela and Fubba. We're halfway through our festival this year. Um, a number of weeks ago we probably didn't think the festival was going to be happening um, just with everything that's been going on around us for the last 18 months with the COVID-19 pandemic um, but the staff, volunteers, committees, all the stakeholders involved with Fela um, have worked diligently for the last literally 12 months to make sure that we could put on the spectacle which we've become famous for which is the biggest community arts festival on this island, uh, our August Fela. Um, something that we're immensely proud of. As a community, we're immensely proud of. It's something that puts us on the, the world stage every year um, and really puts not just Belfast, but West Belfast, its people, its culture, its heritage uh, on the map and to the forefront uh, of everyone's hearts and minds during the month of August on, a, on an annual basis. Um, we've just been through probably the first five, six days of the August Festival this year. Um, and if you had asked me two, three weeks ago how I would be feeling at this stage, I would have been quite apprehensive. Um, but the excitement, the joy, the, the sheer crowds and the, the feedback we've got from our own audiences and from our community uh, and people who have come from all over this island and from further afield to this year's August Fela um, ha- has been phenomenal. Um, probably the best feedback we've, we've ever received. And a lot of that is maybe due to the fact that people haven't been to live events, people haven't been at arts and cultural events, people haven't been moving freely about their communities um, and experiencing what arts and culture is all about, the music and the power of all that, bringing people together and so on. Um, literally for the last 18 months. So we were the first big festival on the island um, to take place. Um, so last week uh, we started with the McCannon Fight, um, huge sellout concert, or a huge sellout event in the Falls Park, over 8,000 people there. Um, and if you remember back to 2019, um, what that fight done, not only for fight fans and sports fans in the city, um, but also for Fela. It literally did put us on the world stage. Um, it was seen by millions of people worldwide um, and it really lifted Fela to another platform of an international audience. Um, and I think when we look back on that, we never thought it could be uh, exceeded in terms of our own expectations, in terms of the feedback, in terms of the audience reviews and so on. Um, but this year's fight exceeded it massively. Um, and the reaction that we got from our audiences, sports fans and our own community um, has, has been top class. Uh, and then we followed that with, a, with another sellout concert then, our Fela Community, our, our Fela Diversionary Music Night on Sunday, which again, probably the hottest ticket in town. Um, and most people who know anything about Fela will understand what that night's all about. It's about getting young people off the streets. It's about eradicating them out of bonfires in our communities. Um, and again, Fela, local communities, but particularly credit must go to young people um, who again have been through, um, you know, 
the, the pandemic had probably suffered more than anybody. Um, but they, they, they carried themselves very well. Um, we're very proud of not only our own young people, but young people who came from all over the city to take part in that diversion music night with over 10,000 people there, singing, dancing, having the time of their lives. Um, and there was no bonfires in West uh, and North Belfast for the first time since, since in, in the early 70s. Um, and that's a massive success for our community. Um, we've seen the damage that bonfires do, the antisocial behaviour, the, the destruction, um, and just the sheer unwantedness of it in our areas. Um, and for us to be able to stand over the fact that because of the festival, because of the attitude of our young people, because of the buy-in of our local communities, Belfast City Council and other stakeholders, that we have literally eradicated bonfires uh, and the blight that they are on our communities. Um, and it was great reading in the local press that they, even the fire brigade were able to comment to say that there were no colleagues whatsoever in West Belfast on the 8th of August. Um, so as well as our big music nights um, and those big headline events in the Fiala uh, of the first weekend, we've also seen sell-out audiences in the Dabneys. We've had three comedy nights for the first time ever. Every event sold out within minutes of going on sale. Um, we described at the Rock yesterday again, sell-out uh, concert. And it's probably good to bear in mind that we are at reduced capacity still indoors. Um, but for a lot of those events, we're streaming them live at the time so those audiences can, can still watch them at home. Um, and it's creating an appetite again for people to get back out to live events. And we're seeing that through our free community events, the family events, the sporting events, um, that there is an appetite there for people to get back out and about within the community and enjoying uh, arts and culture. Um, and the first week of FELA always literally sets up the last weekend. Um, and once the first event in FELA starts, the countdown's nearly on to the finale. And you can just sense that atmosphere um, and that appetite within the local community um, for the big events that are coming up. So tonight we have Dan McCabe, um, a somewhat unknown uh, performer, uh, up-and-coming raising Irish folk music star, um, playing only his second ever live concert, his first ever in the north, uh, a fella in the Devonish uh, this evening, um, which again is a sold-out concert. We then have brought back our 80s night, um, which we haven't done at the festival for a number of years now. Um, but Again, listening to their own community, which the festival does, um, listening to what people want to see and hear, um, particularly at our headline events now in the Falls Park, um, we got the real sense that people wanted to go back to the 80s, uh, where Fela was formed, and just that whole nostalgia, I think just brings people back to their childhoods. Um, and being a child of the 80s myself, um, it's always great to hear some of that music uh, being played again. So we have a fantastic lineup of, of uh, musicians coming uh, from, from all over these islands um, on Saturday evening to play another sold out concert. We'll have over 10,000 people in the Falls Park um, for, 80, for our 80s night. Um, and then on Sunday, which is the Fela finale, um, who finish Fela every year. Um, and probably the, the most hotly anticipated ticket uh, in town is for the Wolf Tones um, on Sunday evening. Um, again, we're looking forward to uh, a sold out concert once more. Well, plan, planning for Fela usually starts a year out. Um, and the added dimension of our planning this year um, was trying to work our way through the COVID pandemic. Um, and a lot of this was new to everybody. No festival, no organisation has planned before. So there was no template to follow. There was no um, you know, good, good practice model there. Um, so we were literally working hand in hand with the likes of the Department of Health, Public Health Agency, Belfast City Council, uh, other stakeholders, talking the other festivals, talking the other events, talking the indoor venues. Um, talking to artists themselves and we were trying to work our way through you know how can we make our events as safe as possible how can we get our events back live how can we bring audiences back how can we provide that sense of uh, even for audiences to feel safe so we need to create an awareness that coming back out to live events was safe um, and, and we come up with a number of measures um, which we have implemented over the course of the festival um, and to be fair it's probably um, it's probably right to say that Everything that we've done over the last 12 months 
while we were the first festival on the island to trial all this here, um, a lot of other festivals now are learning from what Fela has done and the good practice that we've put in place um, is now being replicated across the city with other festivals that are happening. Um, so the first thing that we looked at was one, how do we create that public confidence um, that it's safe to come back to outdoor events. Um, and we looked at a lot of the test events that were taking place in England, um, taking place in the, in the south here, um, and, and what measures they were putting in place. Um, but again, they were only test events, so nothing had been really done uh, live and, and in a real experience, uh, per se. So again, working with public health agency uh, and the Department of Health, uh, we come up with a range of measures which included um, specific COVID entry requirements for our events. Um, and we were the first event uh, to trial us. Um, we, there were other festivals in the town who had mentioned they were going to do something similar, but our festival was the first to actually run with it. Um, so there were three entry requirements to attend any of the events. One, you had to have a, a negative lateral flow test. Two, you had to either be double vaccinated, uh, or three, if you had a positive PCR test. So as well as all the normal plan that goes in the events in terms of how you get crowds through your gate, how you get crowds in safely, how you plan the movement of people around your site, we had to factor in those COVID measures. Um, and again, that was very well received um, by the public. They knew as soon as they came to the front gate, all the publicity beforehand, we were explaining to people, here's what to expect when you come to feel this year. As well as your normal ID requirements, there also will be these new COVID measures. And we've seen straight away, once we put that out in the public domain, was picked up by not just the local media, but national and international media, because again, we were the first organization to trial this. Um, and again, we're always proud to say that FELA um, has provided leadership over the last 33, 34 years in everything that we do. Um, and everything that we do is for the local community. So we want to make sure, first and foremost, if we were bringing people to live events, that, that the protection and the safety of our own community was first and foremost in our thoughts. Um, and I think anyone who's attended any of those events from the McCannon fight, the Diversion Music Night, to the MMA event we've had and all the other events across the city that we put on this this year we'll have seen the steps and measures that we've put in place um, we also had um, our own lateral flow testing site at the falls park um, we were able to encourage belfast city council to supply all the local leisure centers um, with lateral flow testing kits right across the city um, and we also worked hand in hand with the belfast health and social care trust to provide a pop-up vaccination clinic at all of our live events. So that meant anybody who was turning up to the festival this year who had a ticket and they hadn't received their first vaccination, they were able to get that done on site. One of the other big things we planned this year was trying to increase and work hand in hand with the vaccination program that was taking place across the city. We've learned very quickly that the vaccination works. You can see that in all the data um, and speaking with our colleagues in the Health Trust and all those frontline workers, um, what they've been telling us is that the vaccination works. We need to get as many people vaccinated as quickly as possible if we have to navigate our way and manage our way through this pandemic and get our communities back um, living as normal or as close to normal life as possible. Um, so we had a big job to play this year and trying to encourage people to get their vaccination um, to promote the effectiveness um, of the, the vaccine programme. Uh, and one of the initiatives again that we came up with this year in our planning was the tickets for vaccination uh, initiative, which initially we thought we made to get a wee bit of flack and kickback from, particularly from young people, because um, we paired up with our diversity music night. Um, but we had hundreds of young people turned up from six o'clock in the morning to get their first job. Um, and then that was them on that journey of getting their, their double job. Um, and we've seen that working very well in all the big music nights we've had in the park, um, where frontline staff from the Belfast Health, Belfast Health and Social Care Trust have attended those events and provided a pop-up vaccination clinic. And there's literally hundreds of people being vaccinated at every event of FELA this year, which has been great. My favorite memory of FELA, probably looking back, um, is probably the street parties when I was a kid. Um, you never really had a sense, I don't think anyway, when you were probably from five years up to about 12, that, that FELA was this big event that was happening right across the city. You always just 
base it on your own local experience. And back in the early 80s and early 90s even, all of the streets and neighbourhoods across West Belfast in particular had their own street party. So for me, that's what Fela was. It was a street party. Um, it was playing with your mates. It was all, every household in the street literally putting flags, bunting up, rabble music blasting out in the streets um, and just massive crack on the day. Um, and little did we know that just down the road there was a whole hotbed of political debates taking place, tours, walks, international visitors coming in and learning from our experience of coming out of conflict, using arts and culture um, to do that. Um, and then obviously all the big concerts that were taking place, we weren't aware of that as kids. Um, but I can always remember the street parties, the, the gator races, um, all those wee niche events that probably, to be fair, because of health and safety, you couldn't get away with anymore. Um, and that's probably why they're lasting memories for me. Um, and then I can also remember probably from we were about 14 or 15, there was a fellow from our club, St Paul's, uh, called John O'Carroll, who was involved in building the stages of Fela. Um, so when we were that wee bit younger, not officially allowed into the events, we always used to sneak down away from the street parties and John would have always let us in through the back door or once we claimed there were a bit of our security fence was there, John always looked after all the St Paul's lads. So there was always a crowd of about 10 of us sneaked away from the street parties, bounced over a fence uh, and listened to, you know, where it was status quo, Shane McGowan, uh, I can't remember some of the other bands, but we literally got the experience of our lives sitting backstage uh, and then you had to sneak back up the street, uh, back into the street parties if you were never away. In terms of what Fela means to me, um, I'll give this in two ways. One is the director of Fela and then I'll, I'll talk a wee bit probably personally about me as someone who's grown up and is proud to be from West Belfast. Um, as the as a director of Fela, um, it's a great sense of achievement uh, and you really do feel proud um, in terms of the staff team, the number of volunteers, the subcommittees and the people who make Fela literally tick on a year-round basis. A lot of people don't see the, the work that goes into producing those 10 days um, and the sort of running joke is that geez, there's Fela, it's only on for two weeks so everybody only works for two weeks um, but little do they know the, the hard graft, the blood, sweat and tears that literally go into making the program the biggest community festival uh, on this island so as the director particularly during fail time you do get the chance to walk around and just feel that sense of achievement uh, in terms of what we've done as a community and that little role that the fail team play um, i mean fail is much bigger than the organization fail is literally a representation of our community and as the director uh, and someone who plays a role in, in pulling it all together you get that sense of accomplishment once the festival's on uh, people are talking about it. Everyone in West Belfast walks about tall and proud because they see it as the, the international groundbreaking event that it is. Um, and our own staff team, um, while we probably don't give ourselves enough credit for what we put on, and I'm talking about the staff team, the volunteers, the board, everybody who makes feel it happen, um, you know, is, is the, the work that goes in there every year is, is, is phenomenal. Um, and we are literally already planning our next festival. Uh, so we never rest on our laurels. Um, once we know we've done something well, we try and work out how do we do this better next year. Um, and again, just as in, in talking in terms of the director role of it, uh, a huge sense of being proud of the team who, who literally work, work year round to put this together. I suppose someone coming from West Belfast who's grown up as, uh, as part of Fela, um, literally from, you know, from when you grew up here, um, you, you, again, you get that whole sense of proud of who we are as a community. Um, the people who have tried to hold us back for years, um, we've, we've had everything thrown at us from, you know, from the conflict, everything else that's taken place in our city um, and we've always rose above it. Um, we've always shown that we're a proud, resilient community um, and both as a staff member of Fela and also as a, a West Belfastian, if we're allowed to call ourselves that, um, I don't think there's a prouder community on this island um, and one of our proudest achievements 
is the establishment of Fela and what that represents. It represents us as a people, it represents our community, it represents our love for arts, for culture, um, for heritage. It represents us telling our story to the world uh, and also inviting the world in to hear our story and be part of it. Um, and I don't think there's a prouder community than West Belfast and you see that um, during Fela every year. Um, and what you see at Fela, what we tell people when they come here, what you see at Fela during those 10 days is what you'll experience in West Belfast 365 days a year. It's literally a microcosm of what goes on here on a daily basis. Uh, and again, like you know the James Connolly Centre, like the Calderland, uh, like all those other fantastic organisations we have in this city, Fela is another jewel in that crown um, where, we're, where we're proud of who we are. We shout loud about Fela, we invite people here locally, nationally and internationally. Um, and it's one of those, I suppose, uh, carrots that brings people into this city. Um, and the festival's just growing and growing and growing. Uh, and as someone from West Belfast, anywhere you are in the world, um, there's somebody who will have been to Fela. Um, and the great thing about Fela, again, is that everyone has their own wee sense of Fela, um, whether it's people who come to the music concerts, whether it's people who do the talks and debates, whether it's people who just do the sporting events. Um, regardless who you're talking to, they have their own wee sense of, this is Fela to me. Um, and I, I think you would be very hard pressed to find anyone from West Belfast who isn't proud of the festival and what it's achieved and what it's going on to achieve over the next you know, 10, 15 years. We've still a lot more that we can do. And as a community, you can see the transition from, from peace, um, you know, when peace started to develop within our city, um, that the likes of the festival has moved on, our communities have moved on, the transformation in terms of the local and national tourism and international tourism coming into the city. I mean, you only have to start at Castle Street and work your way up to the Collin and see the transformation that's taken place um, in terms of the community building, the infrastructure, the tourism infrastructure, the arts, culture and heritage infrastructure. And again, being from West Belfast, you know, when you're walking about your own city, you're proud of being from the West because it's probably the best connected um, and I think best represented part of the city. Um, and we're, we're very proud that we've, we've played a small part in that.